Welcome to Data Driven Recruiting. In this podcast, we talk about strategies and techniques for leveraging objective talent data to improve hiring processes. Welcome back to Data Driven Recruiting. My name is Sophia Beck, and I'm joined by my co host, Tigran Sloyan. Hey, Sophia. So, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about something very interesting and kind of a fundamental to thinking about data driven recruiting as a general, in general, which is layers of technical assessment. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah. A lot of people think of technical assessment as like a one step, one thing that fits all, but I think there is a lot more layers to it and depths to it and different steps. So could you kind of break it down for us? Yeah. Uh, I think that, the way to approach assessment of any knowledge is thinking about it through layers because that's kind of how knowledge builds up, right? Just like, you know, when you cut a tree and look inside, there's like layers and layers of growth, like knowledge grows in a similar way where you start from a core layer, just understanding the fundamentals and you keep adding more and more around it. And similarly, when it comes to measuring skills, it's a similar concept. You want to approach it from a player's perspective, not only because that's how someone's knowledge is structured, right, where there's like a core layer and outer layer, but also because uh, it can simplify the assessment process and can streamline the assessment process during a hiring phase. Uh, And in a technical scenario, the layers start with what we typically call the core in the middle. And the mm-hmm. core in the middle when it comes to developers is, can you write code in a language of your choice? If I tell you something in English, can you translate it into code, right? Like it's more of a translator's job where- Right, like uh, can you translate it into a language that computer can understand and operate on, okay? Exactly, right? Cause it's like a, I mean, I hate to say that, but a developer's job is partially a translator's job. You need to make the computer understand what is it that you're trying to do. And that's kind of why uh, it's called programming languages, right? Because there are right. several languages that a computer can understand and you know some of those languages and you can translate a human language into a computer language and make it do things that you want it to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as software development and as product development has grown and over the years, you start seeing outer layers that software developers need to understand to get to be proficient with what they do, right? So on top of the core, the next layer typically is the language layer in which Mm -hmm. you get deep and specialized into a specific language because all of the languages that you have, even though they have a ton of commonalities, but they also have, each one has their specifics, right? So if you are looking at something like Java, all the different ways Java code needs to be structured from the uh, object-oriented nature of it to how you make different classes and interfaces talk to each other. There are certain things that are very specific to Java, or if you're talking about JavaScript, the synchronous nature of it, because originally it started with uh, being done for in-browser and front-end development, uh, to other components that make it unique, Mm -hmm. uh, become the language layer, which are critical for many different jobs these days that require specialized language knowledge. Would you also say then kind of like the frameworks and libraries for JavaScript, for example, like React, would would that be part of that layer or is that even further out in that layer? That's one layer above that, right? Because once you kind of go beyond the language layer, you end up in the framework layer. And Mm -hmm. the framework layer is frameworks designed for 
specific use cases, right? So like what a framework is, is designed to allow you to build certain types of applications mm -hmm. uh, using that language, right? So for example, what React is, React is a framework for building front-end applications. Uh, there is Node.js, which is, a again, a JavaScript framework, but it's built more for backend applications, right? So frameworks allow you to abstract away some of the common pieces and make it easier for you to not have to reinvent the wheel every time. And the expectation is that over the years, these layers would only continue expanding, right? Because like software mm -hmm. development becomes more and more complex. So maybe one day you will have an AI layer, right? Like using sort of that language, that framework, but to build something that's more AI powering and builds artificial intelligence, who knows? Uh, but the key is that the knowledge layers would keep on expanding. And if you want to be assessing ability, you want to think about it from core outwards mm -hmm. and also in the sequence of it, right? Because if you're starting to recruit somebody and your initial, like the very early assessments start with like outer layer assessments, Mm -hmm. One, it's hard to automate our layer assessments and it's hard to do it precisely. So if you start there, you uh, risk missing candidates and you risk spending way too much time doing it manually uh, and vice versa, right? If you only measure the core uh, mm -hmm. and you never touch anything else, you're going to end up with developers who might be very good at the core but are very uncomfortable when it comes to actual product development because most companies are hiring engineers to do product development. And well, but, but I guess uh, it, that also kind of depends on what type of engineer is. If it's an entry level, mm -hmm. I guess you kind of focus on like, I want someone with a good foundation because you sure. expect that they don't have any experience with building product. Exactly. But then when you're hiring for a very senior engineer, you want them to have the expertise and bring the expertise to your company yep. already, right? Yep. So then you want to measure all of through. So it sounds like core is kind of a common denominator for everyone, whether you're entry level or senior level. Mm -hmm. And then you build on in that interview process, you add the next layer of assessment and the next layer of assessment as you go. And that's that key, right? Not trying to do it all in one go, because trying to do it all in one go also uh, reduces the candidate experience, because then your assessment, whether it's a manual interview or if it's an automated interview, your process will just take too long and diminish the candidate experience. So you do want the, to layer it in your interview evaluation process, just like the knowledge itself is layered, uh, to mm -hmm. spread it out and to start with the common denominator, which is the core, and then gradually move outwards to uh, layers that you care about. If you don't care about it, great. You can stop at the core, have a shorter, more uh, effective mm -hmm. evaluation process and just be done with it quicker. But if you do care about those outer layers, you want to gradually move towards those and measure them as part of your overall interview and evaluation process. Right. And I guess breaking it out in steps also help the, the engineering team who's evaluating that skills to focus on the specific stage of what we're trying to measure here. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing your insights and uh, knowledge about this interesting topic, the layers of technical assessment today. Um, for more tips and insights on data-driven recruiting, please visit vdr.codesignal.com.